Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, ladies and gentlemen, people and pipettes, and welcome to the Regular Degular Podcast with your host, Cuba Rebelde. I've missed this, actually. I didn't post a, or upload a podcast last week, um, just because I was feeling a bit overwhelmed because it's getting busier again, and also because it didn't feel like I had anything to say, which is very honest of me. And I'm not going to force out, you know, like squeeze out a podcast if I don't have anything to say. But we're back and I'm and I'm happy. So thank you for tuning in. I hope you are well. This is the first podcast that I'm recording in the evening. I normally do it, you know, during the day when my boyfriend's not home. This is also the fir- first podcast that I'm recording whilst my boyfriend's home. It's a bit nerve wracking, even though I've told him that do not enter the bedroom because I'm recording a podcast. But it feels like, it it feels a bit, I don't know, special? Is that the right word? I don't know. I feel a bit shy, you know. He could be listening at the door at at this very moment and I'd never know. And he'll just listen to me talking to myself. Anyway, we're back. I hope everybody's doing well and that you've had a good two weeks and that you're feeling inspired and happy and that you're you know you're looking after yourself and that you're filling your your mind with good positive energy and good positive thoughts as I said just then it's been getting busy and I've been being I've I've been busy which is contrast to my last podcast because the last podcast was what to do with time on your hands and I've not had any time on my hands at you know actually these last two weeks have just been so busy which is good because I'm, you know, it's the business, the industry, as we call it, is picking up. Um, I don't know if I mentioned it in my last podcast, but I think I did actually. I think I discussed, you know, why it could be quiet in the industry. And I think I said um, that one of the reasons that I thought it was quiet was because every, everybody was in pitches uh, and the World Cup was in January, so everybody's like, year started a bit later. And everybody that I contacted, um, they were all in pitches. So they were like, oh, Cuba, once this pitch drops, you know, we'll call you kind of thing. And pitches have been dropping. And because I work in production, um, and normally on set, that means that my job comes in at the very end of that whole process of the client having a problem, looking for an agency to strategize on an idea to solve that problem and then, you know, back and forth, back and forth and the production company then comes with an idea and a budget um, to solve that problem and, you know, with the ideation phase and whatnot. Um, And then I come in, well, not me personally, but I come in when the idea is dropped, the date has been locked and we're actually going to shoot the thing or the, the, you know, the TVC or film or advert, whatever. Um, and as I said, the pictures have been dropping, so I've been really busy. And that really actually comes, brings us to the first topic of the day, which is keeping busy. Keep starting. Maybe that's not the topic. How am I going to phrase this? Not keeping busy, because I'm busy now, but being busy, period. Being busy, that's the topic number one of the day, being busy. And in my world, that would be, you know, being busy on set and working in production 
and I actually wanted to just you know chat a bit about what that looks like and I'd, I'd love to take you along on a production that I worked on the other day it was it was hectic and I was like I was work I was on set and I was thinking oh I'd love to talk about this <laughs> this whole production on my podcast and I was like it's time to podcast baby so I was te- I was called on Thursday evening uh Thursday evening um, a production manager called me. He's like, hey, Cuba, how you doing? Yeah, yeah, good, 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 what's up? Listen, we've got um, a bit of a thing. Would you, are you available to come and work tomorrow, which was Friday and Saturday? And I was like, oh, okay. So I looked in my um, diary and I was like, yeah, yeah, actually, you know, I've only just, you know, got a few things going on, but I can move them and postpone them. I'm free. And he's like, yeah, it's for this big client and, um, yeah, we'd love you on set with us kind of thing. And I was like, yeah, yeah, sure, sure, sure. So I rock up on set the following day. Oh, yeah, and then he texted me the call sheet, which is like the, yeah, one or two pager of uh, what's going to, you know, be shot that day, who the client is, what time your call time is, et cetera, et cetera, so that you as a crew member can kind of prepare yourself for the the following day and I was on the crew um, on the call sheet as a production assistant and that basically just means being on set being hands on set making sure that all departments are happy making sure that you know all departments can move forward and I'm not talking like move forward technically because I mean obviously that's part of their um, job description they should know what to do but imagine if somebody needs a hand art department needs a hand or catering needs a hand or it needs to be quiet on set any odd jobs on set we need you know you need production assistance for um so I rocked up on set and it was in a huge studio and what they'd actually done I can't tell you the name of the client yet um but it's a fast food uh chain and what they'd done was they built um the restaurant or the yeah the, yeah the restaurant um in sets in this studio so you had a kitchen that they'd built with like real fryers and like real fry machine or fry station you know with the nets and everything all stainless steel and they'd also built um a restaurant part and basically, on a day like that, you've got the first AD, and he's actually in charge of everything on set, and he just makes sure that um, whatever's been uh, planned before, beforehand with the director, with the DOP, which is the director of photography, which is the main camera guy, and the client and the agency, he basically makes sure that, you know, they are on time with shooting um and moving forward and he makes sure that everybody knows what we're about to shoot knows and that everybody knows that we're shooting everybody knows that we stop shooting and he's the one with the loudest voice on set he doesn't make any creative decisions nor does he make any technical decisions but he's moving the set forward and that's what I eventually want to do I want to be a first AD and I was assisting him, but also being a production assistant, so I made sure that all the talent and all the extras that we had for that day, you know, to fill up the scene, and our main talent, which was the, the main cast member, they were on set on time, or they went through hair and makeup and uh, wardrobe on time, and that they were on set, and that everybody was comfortable on set, and I was helping art department move 
walls and ceilings. Um, for anybody that watches my stories on Instagram, you saw that I was moving a ceiling, which is also part of my job description. And I was trying, you know, to make sure that everybody knew that what we were up to and that, you know, um, Boris, Boris, our first AD, um, you know, was able to do his job without having to worry about everything that was happening outside of the set. I was able to communicate what time Boris wanted to break for lunch with production. So that's kind of like what I was doing and what my job entails. I thought it would be interesting um, to explain that because a lot of people wonder what I do on set and that's basically it. And if I am on a job for a longer period of time, because um, this was only a two-day shoot and I was only booked to be on set. However, um, I'm now on a huge job uh, and it's actually in London, which is really exciting. So it's an international job, baby. And I am doing the preparation work as well, so the pre-production. Um, and that means being in the office and making sure that everything uh, is, is you know, organised. So we are actually contacting production comp- a production company and production companies in London um, to basically, you know, beat our legs on the ground over there. But we're also talking to studios and directors of photography because we've already got a director. So that's all very interesting. But I could do, like, I do both. So I'm either on the ground or I do the pre-production and the production on set. But it could also be that, you know, I'm needed... Um, for all three stages, which would be the pre-production, the production, and the post-production. And that would basically be assisting the producer, the the post-production producer, um, with the edit and getting in touch with mixers and getting in touch with sound designers and the editor and making sure... Because, you know, once you've filmed something, a lot of the time we all just walk away but the film needs to be edited and that's where the director and the client will come in or the director, period, um, with, the, with the editor and make sure that what they've shot, you know, comes to life. And actually, because I've, I've done a, a few um, edits now or, you know, sat in on a few edits, that's where all the fun starts because you've shot all this amazing material and the, in the edit, it's actually the second round of directing for the editor and for the director anyway I'm getting you know lost into this beautiful wonderful world of film whereas you know being busy could also just be you at your nine to five or finding a job or teaching part-time and going to uni that you know in the other part of your time or studying full-time in general you know, just being a full-time student. And it's just all about finding your flow, right? Because I used to study, I tried to, I tried to study, you know, and, and finish two courses, did not, because film, duh. Um, but it's all about finding your mojo. And that's the second thing that I want to talk, talk about today, is keeping the balance when shit gets busy. And I've noticed in, in these last two weeks because I was really, really quiet, really, really quiet, got loads of times on my ha- time on my hands, and then it got busy, and I was just, like, I want to say a little bit overwhelmed, and I hadn't, like, really prepared myself for it, because, as I said, that big um, fast-food job came in the night before, and I'd planned on doing shopping and tidying up and doing wash and 
doing all these household chores on the Saturday, which was my second day of shooting. And then on Sunday, I was knackered, so I just stayed home watching films all day. So I would, I'm, I'm now behind, because now I'm on the other job. And it's all about finding your flow and making sure that you are happy, obviously, with what you're doing. And if you're not, you, you know, try and find what's not making you happy or what's making you unhappy. And also for me, because of my major ADHD, I just need to start writing out my lists again. And what I tend to, what I notice is I tend to forget about, you know, creating that structure for myself when things get busy. So now I've got a thousand things to do at home. But now all my energy, like I'm hyper focused on this job that I'm doing. And then, then, funnily enough, I'm shooting a short film tomorrow and the day after tomorrow. So actually today and tomorrow because this drops on a Tuesday. So Tuesday and Wednesday. And then I'm going straight back into my other project on um, Tuesday, Wednesday, on Thursday, Friday, Saturday and probably Sunday kind of thing. So, you know... Do you know where I'm where I'm going with this? So when things get hap- um, busy, try and find your happiness, try and find your flow, write out your lists and make sure, and that, that really helps me as well, because I, I live with my boyfriend, I'm, I'm making sure that, you know, my boyfriend is aware that I'm busy at the moment. So even though he's busy and I'm busy, he, like, he needs to accommodate me and be, even, like, a little bit more forgiving if I'm a bit more messy than usual or try and help me get back on top of things at home by either just physically helping me out with things or, you know, reminding me of things that, you know, are on my to-do list kind of thing. And it can be self-care. It can make you don't forget to... I don't know, I can't even think of anything now. That's so silly when I give an example but I can't give you a, an actual example. I don't know. Um, returning something to the shop that I bought and that still needs to be returned? I don't know, something silly like that, but... Still think, you know, something for me. Um, Yeah, I can't really think of anything else. So being happy, finding your flow, reminding people around you that you're busy, so friends included, not just your partner, and asking for help where needed, writing out lists. Yeah, I think that was it, really. Um, And know that you need to plan something for you within all that busyness and the chaos of life. So for me, um, I need to plan to go to the gym again because I'm slacking, which is fine. I'm not obsessed with going to the gym or anything, but I know that that is my release and that makes me happy. So I just need to prioritise it in into the, the chaos of it all because I can prioritise going to work. I can prioritise, you know, setting up Zoom meetings in the pre-production and calling the studios and doing research, doing research, doing research. So I need to prioritise for me. Oh, and last thing, and I'm really, really fucking slipping on this one, is eating properly. Because I'm busy now, I'm not having time to cook and prep my food properly. And at the office uh, and on set, there's a lot of crap. I'm just being and snacky-wackies, you know? And I can't be snacky-whacking. I need to, you know, prep my meals or either or make sure that I'm getting enough protein because that's going to, you know, keep me full for longer. Um, yeah, and snack less because, in you know, when I'm busy and I'm at the office, I'm just snacking, which is really, really bad because I'm doing so well. Um, yeah, so being busy and getting uh, that balance in when shit does get busy are the two things that I just thought I'd hop on and talk about because that's what's going on in my life and I wanted to share this with you. 
and of course it's a proud moment of the week and I want to say that I'm busy again because I'm proud of me doing me but on the other hand I that's a given and I have something that I'm way more proud of even though I'm busy and even though my boyfriend's busy we still prioritize date night and we spend time with each other without our phones and we ask each other about work but also about non-work things and about our holiday that's coming up or how we're feeling and you know just giving each other that quality time without it having to be about colleagues and work and money and you know like serious quote-unquote serious things it can just be about hey you know I read this really interesting article or you know babe this film that we watched the other day I want to talk about it kind of thing So that's what I'm really proud of because date nights are so important and I've been with my boyfriend for 10 years now and date nights are non-negotiables. Obviously, if we're both home um, and there's time and there's time to be made for it, we make it because I swear to God, I swear on everything that's holy and important to me, the date nights are the way to keep it going because if you don't prioritise date nights, you could be like, yeah... But we live together and we see each other every morning and we go to bed together and, yeah, but we see each other in the weekend and... No, that's not being together and and making that time. And, and yeah, anyway, I'm going on a rant now and giving you all relationship advice. But if there's one tip, major, major, major tip is date nights every week. Not every month, every week. Um, So that's my prayer moment of the week. And then my favourite part of this podcast, yes... Recommendation of the week. Obviously, ladies and gentlemen, people and pets, it's a film because why not? So I watched Un Prophet the other day, which is a classic. I think it even won uh, an Oscar and it's it's won 52 awards, I think, and got another 69 nominations. And it's a 2009 movie by Jacques Audiard. It's French. I don't know if you could tell. Un Prophet, a, a prophet. So the blurb reads this because this is way better than I could have written it. The acclaimed crime drama follows Malik, a delinquent young Muslim man who is struggling to get by in a French prison. When he is taken under the wing of powerful Corsican mob boss Caesar, he then begins performing regular assignments for him, proving himself invaluable to the imposing criminal. As Malik rises in the mob ranks, he gains more power, but also more enemies, a situation that eventually brings conflict with his mentor. This movie, this movie, like, I love a good crime, you know, film slash series, like The Godfather, Luther, like, I love, love crime. this This one's a creeper. And I, and I say this because it creeps on you, like the character development creeps on you and like the, just everything, all the, yeah, I have no words for it. I give it a nine out of 10. And I noticed that all the films that I, you know, talk about on here are a nine out of 10, but I really mean it because otherwise I wouldn't be recommending it. It's an oldie and it's slow. I I feel as though all old films, they like directors and writers of of you know, older films are less hasty in their filmmaking. Like, they let scenes breathe and they make sure that there are, like, long pauses and, 
like the the scenes get to breathe kind of thing and this one definitely does that so I was watching it and for I think for the first 30 minutes I'm just like oh my god this is so slow okay we get you in prison what's happening now but then things start happening and you have to pay attention with this one because it creeps on you and you don't really realize in that you're starting to understand and be surprised but not surprised by certain things happening yeah masterpiece and it's like it's like one of those films that people have put on their top 100 films to watch before you die lists and it it deserves to be in that list um so un prophet and it's a 2009 film by Jacques Audiard yeah amazing and then music there's a new Masego album it's a self-titled album and I did some research on what people had to say about it because I couldn't really figure out what to say about it because me telling you everything's awesome is a bit dead. So I googled, you know, um, um, music, a music review on his album and The Guardian put it, again, way better than I could have. I need to learn how to describe things with beautiful language anyway it reads the multi-talented micah davis didn't know he was called that returns with a signature blend of house and jazz that is nothing short of magical as a songwriter you should disappear the effort of making your music until it sounds like it just poured out of you so it feels eternal yet new every time we encounter it like the morning sun bloody hell guardian i don't know who wrote it that sounds so poetic in itself it's a really good album. My boyfriend and I have been playing it non-stop and having, like, dance parties. And, like, we can hum along, sing along, and then Lauren does the beats, and I hum and dance and, you know, do the backing vocals for it. Like, we're there. We're at that stage of the album listening now. Uh, we love it. So give it a listen. Anything that you want to add, ask, comment on, talk to me about, either hit the regular, regular podcast on Instagram or Cubalina. Let me know what you're thinking, feeling, any other suggestions, any other comments on working in film. If you have any questions whatsoever, remember I'm not a producer yet. I am a production assistant or production manager um, or second or third AD, assistant director. But I can perhaps give you, you know, some insights or answer some questions and even just like advice on how to get into the industry. I hope I can give you tips on that. Um, or anything in particular. You can tell me how your day was and what you're thinking and feeling and, and whatever. Um, drop me a message on the regular, regular podcast or on my personal one, Cubalina. Yeah, ladies, gentlemen, people and pets, that was it. Have a beautiful day, evening, afternoon, nap, walk, jog, cleaning session. I don't know when you're going to listen to the, this podcast, but whatever you're doing, have a blessed day. Don't forget to smile, drink your water, treat yourself with happy positivity and, you know, good people around you. And don't forget to remind yourself that you are so beautiful inside and out. That was it. I'll see you on the next one. Peace.